would imagine. Ron, you ever have a concussion in the NFL? As a matter of fact, I've had many, many concussions. We didn't call them concussions, guys. What'd you we, call them? We called it getting dinged. <laughs> and we did. We honestly, we called it getting dinged. I, I remember coming in the league in 1985. They would, if you got dinged out on the field, first of all, uh, your teammate would point to you and he'd look towards the sideline and just give the universal sign for he's nuts. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone, right? And and that would alert people you need to get him out of the game right now. And and they would take you over and they'd, you know, throw water on your face, kind of slap you around. Hey, come on, kid. You're all right, smelling, smelling salts, salts, right? I, remember that. I mean, that's yep. that's the way they actually did it back then. And yeah, you know, uh, I, I know the movies come out. It's a real problem with the National Football League, of course. It's the only thing that I think could saw the NFL off and the popularity of the NFL saw them off at the knee would be the concussion issue. The NFL has always been a very proactive league, and all you need to do is look at their approach on steroids. Back in the late 70s into the early 80s, steroids was a big deal in the National Football League. And look, as a football player in the offseason, your goal, your charge in life was to get bigger, stronger, faster, period. That was it. And if you happen to take steroids, nobody cared. Nobody cared then. Nobody thought it gave you a competitive advantage. And the anabolic steroids that were rampant in the NFL, the NFL identified those as a problem and said, we've got to get this out of the game. And they proactively, nobody was pushing for it. The public wasn't pushing for it. The NFLPA wasn't pushing for it. The NFL themselves said, look, we got to get this stuff out of the league because it's not good. Lyle Elzato was the guy. Remember Lyle Elzato? Oh, sure. He was the guy that really brought it to the forefront where the NFL said, man, we we got to do something about this. This is bad for the league, and they did. Same thing, same thing for the most part with the concussions now. The movie makes the NFL look really, really bad. The only thing I would say is this. I think we all know that there are a lot of medical studies that are done yearly, right? A lot of them that aren't accepted as medical practice yet. And I think that's, to some degree, what happened with the National Football League. I wasn't there I didn't have a front row seat, but I can tell you I lived it from 85 to 95. Wolf, if, if you had to go back into the, onto the gridiron today, would you play any different? You know, it's an amazing thing. I've always believed, guys, that football players are born. They're not made. They're born. There's something deep down inside you that makes you crave physicality, the contact, the brutality of the game. For example, I'll give you this right here. When I was in seventh grade, actually eighth grade, forgive me, that's when I first started playing tackle football. And I was on the freshman football team, which which are a bunch of ninth graders. I was an eighth grade guy. I was skinny as a rail. Athletic, but skinny as a rail. And look at you now. Exactly. (laughs) And I remember, this is back when we did Bull in the Ring. And oh, yeah. bowl in the ring is is the best drill you could possibly do for any kid that wants to play the game of football because it will separate the wheat from the chaff. And what is bull it in the ring separate, for those listeners who don't know what this ring, is? Think of a mosh pit. Okay. Think of a mosh pit. And think of all of a sudden the, the mosh pit clearing in the middle, right? And suddenly two players would be called out. You get in the middle of this ring and you start chopping them up. As soon as the coach would blow the whistle, you'd attack the other guy and try to drive him into the ground, period. <laughs> My great. very first yeah. bull in the ring, very first one, 13 years old, I got driven into the ground. And let me tell you something. I got off the ground and I liked it. I liked it. 
even though I was embarrassed. Even I liked the physicality of it all. I loved the desperation, the way it made me feel. That's why I believe football players are born. And because of that, I also grew up poor. And so much of the dynamic of the game of football now in the National Football League, you see a lot of people coming from poverty. You see a lot of players coming from poverty, coming from nothing. And the reason being is because the football loves the desperate. It loves the wretched, the downtrodden, the forlorn. It loves the person that has grown up and he's got a modicum of desperation to him where he'll play the game and engage the essence of the game as a way to actually improve his life. And I live that. And I can tell you right now, growing up poor, this gave me, this gave me standing, not, not with other people, not with my classmates, not with teachers, but myself growing up as a poor kid in a rich town. The game of football has offered not only myself, my younger brother, my older brother, sons of truck drivers, a way to actually get an education and a way to make a living. My older brother Craig played 12 years in the NFL, right? It is part of the fabric of my family. If I had to do it all over again, you better believe it. I would do it again. If, if Knowing what we know today, even about concussions, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it. And guess what, guys? If God takes me 20 years earlier than I'm supposed to go, 25 years, 30 years, so be it. Because I know where I'm going, number one. And number two, I can tell you right now, there's something about the game that, is, that speaks to me deep down in my soul that I wouldn't change one thing. And for the record, if, if down the road I, I come down with CTE, down the road I come down with dementia, and whenever that may be, Alzheimer's, it's a horrible disease. I saw my stepfather pass away because just a horrible disease, as we all know. And yet I can say with certitude that I would not change a thing. I'd do it all over again. And I'll leave my children with a legacy of love, a legacy of faith, and a legacy of strength. Don't be afraid. Live your life to the fullest.